What does agriculture have to do with Twitter? On this episode of Digital Poets, we're going to answer that question by exploring the ideas of two of my favorite poetic thinkers who seemingly have nothing to do with each other, but stick with me on this, okay? We're going to talk about media philosopher Marshall McLuhan and then the poet, novelist, and farmer Wendell Berry. Now, charisma means looking like a lot of other people. <laughs> that was Marshall McLuhan, and, and I really, really like Marshall McLuhan. This is, this is the guy who famously said, the medium is the message. And he also said that the artist, the enema of society, they point out things that, that many people prefer not to notice. So if you are an artist and you ever feel lonely, remember, Marshall McLuhan gets it. He was a truth speaker. He was, he was a prophet, maybe the first digital poet. He, he made his life's work about understanding mass communication, and the guy often warned of the effects if we don't steward it well. If, if you read his work from the 60s, it's crazy because you think he's talking about Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. He talks about privacy. He advocates for, for flipped classrooms and, and online learning like decades before any of those concepts became mainstream, not to mention um, before the internet. Violence is a kind of self-expression. This is a clip of, of Marshall being interviewed from the 1970s, and I think it's really important to our conversation. The quest for identity goes along with this bumping into other people in order to get to find out who, who am I, how much power can I exert, how much identity do, can I discover that I possess by simply banging into other people. Okay, there was a lot he just said there. Let's break it down. Number one, man's search is a search for identity. And we're going to talk more about this in like two episodes from now. Uh, number two, oftentimes throughout history, unfortunately, we, we figure out who we are through violence. Like we're abrasive with each other in, in our environment. Like we, we make our presence known. We're dominating. We're combating, bucking up against our limits. The uh, alternative to violence is dialogue, which is a kind of encounter interface with other people and situations. Um, but yes, we, we live in a world in which we have so much power. Uh, in the old days, you could fire a, pull a trigger on a revolver and hurt people. <clears throat> but today, when you trigger these vast media that we use, you are manipulating entire populations. Number three, the alternative to violence is dialogue, which, which would be awesome. And, and you think media, whose job it is, is to communicate, would be helpful at this, but instead we manipulate and assault each other. It, it's like just a more advanced form of violence. McLuhan goes on to say what we can do about this. The hidden aspects of the media are the things that should be taught because they have an irresistible force when invisible. When these factors remain ignored and invisible, uh, they have an absolute power over the user. So, yes, the sooner that the population, or the young or old, can be taught the effects of these forms, the sooner we can have some sort of reasonable ecology among the media themselves. What is desperately needed is a kind of understanding of the media which would permit us to program the whole environment so that, say, literate values would not be wiped out by new media. If you understand the nature of these forms, you can neutralize some of their adverse effects and foster some of their beneficent effects. He's not talking about digital literacy. He's, he's not even talking about digital citizenship. I think he's talking about 
creating digital poets, people who, who can master the medium so the medium doesn't master them. And he suggests that we start raising these people from a very young age. Again, this was 1977. McLuhan died in 1980. I, I would love to resurrect this guy and show him Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and then have a very spirited conversation about how a reality TV star became the 45th president of the United States. By the way, McLuhan would not be surprised in the least about this. We spent three decades consuming pop culture through reality television, whether it was OJ or The Apprentice. And to quote Marshall McLuhan, the medium is the message. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. That was Wendell Berry reading from one of his most well-known poems, The Peace of Wild Things. And by the way, there are so many great Wendell Berry poems out there. So do yourself a favor and, and do a very deep dive. If you're not familiar with Berry's work, yes, he's a writer, but he's primarily a, a farmer, just a guy living somewhere outside Louisville, Kentucky. He's famously private and, and wonderfully obscure. For example, like just recently, he, he chose a small college in Kentucky run by Dominican nuns to basically inherit his foundation. And like Harvard and Yale and other big schools would have gladly accepted that offer. Barry's main thesis, though, like the thing that runs throughout all of his work is that we have over-industrialized our, our, our food production. We, we, we've hurt the land. We've poisoned our livestock and our crops and ourselves. And there's a natural, sustainable way to live off the land, but, but we've traded that in for a fatter bottom line, and, and eventually that's going to hurt us. In fact, it, it already has. About the topsoil, the creatures that inhabit it, from the microorganisms to the tallest trees and their complex interdependencies, we humans know very little, and we're unlikely to know very much. We do know, we seem always to have known that upon this great gift, this great mystery, we and all our generations absolutely depend. The Bible, as some have begun again to understand, requires our gratitude for this gift, as well as our care and caution in the use of it. To forget this, so as to destroy the topsoil and the plant cover that protects it, surely is a desecration if desecration means anything at all. And yet our present economy is based upon this forgetfulness and this desecration, which are formalized in all our industries of land use. It took us only a little more than 200 years to pass from intention, sometimes approximately good, to this horrible result in which our education, our religion, our politics, and our daily lives all are implicated. This is Original Sin, round two. Original Sin, round two. Wow. So what does Wendell Berry have to do with, with Marshall McLuhan? I would argue that, that what Wendell Berry is warning us about how we treat the land is the exact same thing Marshall McLuhan warned us about how we're approaching communication. There's a certain amount of, of violence we enact on both of these gifts, these, these things that connect us to each other and our environment. What we need is more prophets, more artists, and more leaders to, to step up and choose what's best for humanity 
versus simply what can, can technically be done. A digital poet is like a sustainable farmer. They're choosing to use the landscape for, for, for healthy purposes, to create stuff that, that reciprocates and heals and connects us back down to our roots. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Digital Poets. To find out more about how Ringbeller Studios can help you and your organization create fun and engaging learning media content, especially in this virtual age where everyone is working from home and things are upside down, we've learned a couple things along the way. We can help. Go to ringbeller.com slash studio. You can also pick up uh, my book, Get Weird at getweirdbook.com. And hey, there are video versions of each of these podcasts full of clips and visuals and footage that, well, you can't really see here. So subscribe at youtube.com slash cjcast. And if you are a diehard podcaster, I get it. I am too. Uh, do me a favor and, and leave a quick review. Next week, we're going to get a little heavy, folks. I'm just, I'm just warning you. We're going to talk about something that's still going on today, just not in the way you might think. Child sacrifice. Join us next week.